Does it say we're live? Does it say uh, we're live on YouTube? Yeah. It says we're live on YouTube. Then you know okay. what? Hey, everybody. Must be live. Welcome to this week's Divi Chat, episode 98. I'm going to let a few people join here before we get this bad boy kicked off because I want everybody to know who you are. Hey, SJ. How you doing, my friend? Man, you must have been just sitting there waiting on YouTube, waiting. So uh, Pablo's in the house. SJ's in the house. They got their wrenches. They're ready to moderate, kick people out if it gets rowdy over there. So <laughs> our, our rowdy viewers. <laughs> yeah, our rowdy viewers. Welcome back. We're, we're in YouTube land this week. Last week, I think we were in Facebook, so... We apologize for not letting y'all know. Um, this week, we're going to talk about designing for mobile, some tools we use. Last but not least, should you be doing it for mobile first? We don't know. You'll have to wait to the end to find out. <laughs> <That's my hook. laughs> hey, before we, before we get started. I'm actually feeling better now that I'm on here with my Yay. friend. You know? <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's go around and introduce ourselves. And Tim, I'm sorry, but we're going to start with ladies first. How about we start with Miss Leslie Bernal? Hello, uh, I am Leslie Bernal, and I run A Girl in Her Mac. Um, and I'm a designer down here in Texas. You can find me at agirlinhermac.design. Fantastic. So glad you're here. Hi, Stephanie. Hello. I'm Stephanie Hudson with Sweet Tea. I am coming to you today from Lake Wiley, South Carolina. And oh. I'm based out of Charlotte, but you can find me at enjoysweettea.com and enjoysweettea on social. Oh, fantastic. We're so glad you're here. Me too. Made it just in the nick of time. <laughs> just All right, barely. Tim. Go, Tim. Hey, everybody. Tim Streifler here, and you can find me online at divilife.com, timstreifler.com, and wpgears.com. I almost didn't say the .com, but then if I say divilife and then I just say Tim Streifler, it just sounds weird because that's my URL, but it's also my name. Um, and then, of course, divi.chat as well. And I am in the Austin, Texas area, or as Leslie likes to call it, Round Rock, Texas. <laughs> We switched it up. Switched it up. <laughs> All right. Well, we're glad you're here, uh, Mr. Streifler. My name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios and Divi Space, WP Gears, Divi Chat. Hey, and soon to be nomadicaf.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> So, you know, uh, there's nothing there yet. So if you go there, there's nothing. <laughs> but my, my long time desire, I'm going on off the, off the beaten path here to vlog. It's going to happen this year, by golly. Woohoo, by golly. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about designing with mobile and, uh, you know, what we think about it. Is it important? Is it not important? Hey, and if any of the viewers have questions, don't don't hesitate to throw them in our, our live chat. If you're watching this or listening to this, not live, we go live every Tuesday at 4 Central, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern, 
sorry, I'm in the U.S. and I can't tell you all the other around the world times. But if you're <laughs> listening to us, come join us live in our chat because we would love to have you. We typically have around 20 people that join us each week live. So, uh, hey, the more the merrier. All right. Where do we want to start? Designing I'll for mobile. In. Yeah, Go ahead, de define it for us. What's mobile? Yeah, do it, <laughs> so mobile, this little guy right here. Woo -hoo. Woo -hoo, um, my favorite tool. Yeah. So I, I, within the last couple of years, I don't know exactly when it got popular, but the concept of mobile first design started to become a trend, which uh, if the name isn't, uh, doesn't explain it enough, basically it's you design for mobile first opposed to more of the classical way of designing, which is desktop first and then kind of mobile, you know, as an afterthought. Um, and so um, obviously with, with mobile becoming more and more popular, that, that trend has become more and more popular. Um, whether or not it's right for every website, I think that's the question. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, my opinion is it depends on the niche. It depends on the industry. Um, for example, with, with my company, Divi Life, um, I'm selling to uh, web designers and developers, people that are on desktop computers all day. And so while I definitely get a lot of mobile traffic, a lot more of my traffic comes from desktop. And so for me to do mobile first and kind of make desktop the afterthought wouldn't be a good idea. And so my, my point of view is, is desktop first, mainly because that's the way that Divi is kind of built for, is built for desktop, um, but make mobile look pretty darn stinking good as well. Yeah. Awesome. I pretty much i concur <laughs> with pretty much all right everything. see you next week everybody <laughs> all right. enjoy your take care week Bye -bye. this week <laughs> yeah I, I think it depends where your traffic is coming from um obviously if you're at if it's a brand new site you know you don't have any kind of data or whatever but you know you can do research like you know like a restaurant or something i know when i'm on the go that's when i tend to look at restaurant sites or look at menus and whatever so i i think the niche is pretty important um so I tend to do, I, I just go with what, what, what's the company, you know, what, what's, where's their traffic coming from first. So that's nice. Great point. And you can do the Google analytics it shows you where they're coming from. So like niches matter, but, um, they're, so I work with a lot of breweries and they, same deal, tons of mobile traffic, but you've got to look at your numbers because we still do get a percentage that are on desktop that need a good experience too. And, you know, some, even if they're, if they're a more desktop type niche, then they would need, you know, you got to keep that in mind. But I have one client who is like 95% desktop or something. Oh, wow. Nice, because yeah. it's easier. <laughs> you yeah. got a little more space, got a little <laughs> more space to work with. But I don't know. I mean, are we on to talking about like designing for mobile first? Because that, I, have, I find that tricky. I get that you need to, even if you had a, almost entirely mobile audience. I, it almost feels like it's more difficult. And maybe it's just because we've done it for so long this way, but uh, you know, to design for a small space that is that you're scrolling with your thumb, then to fill out space, it almost is easier for my brain to design it and then to design those elements down to a mobile size. I don't know, do you guys feel that way? Yeah, well, you kind of you're you're kind of making me think of. I used to have a child theme called Reese, and on the homepage it had um, a set of galleries, like slider galleries of just it's a for photography type of type of niche. Um, so there was like six, and on mobile I put it down to two 
just because my thinking was, okay, if somebody's coming here to look at their photos to see if they're going to hire them, how many are they really going to sit there and go through? And on mobile, you know, it's a long, you know, what, what spends out this way on desktop, it's really long on mobile. So do they really need to see all five? Um, so I forget what point where I was going with that, but you just made me think of that. So um, I do see that people, and, and I did that in this case, that people will maybe take things away and maybe that's part of the design thinking and design process, maybe edit everything they don't really have to see on mobile. And I don't know a lot about AMP, but um, I don't know if that's something that kind of does that kind of work for you, where it kind of, I don't know, just puts the, the text first or whatever. Um, but I forget my point. I feel like you would be, <laughs> before, before like you would be very anti-AMP, Leslie. Yeah. 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 But before we no dive into, into AMP, I don't know why when Stephanie started talking, I, I was thinking, the riches are in the niches. The riches are in the niches. Just wanted to throw that out. <laughs> uh, I pulled up the uh, global stats counter for desktop versus mobile versus tablet. And this is kind of okay. overall. Um, desktop is still king. Mobile is very, very close. They're about dead even. Desktop. Are there percentages or any? There, they are. It's like 48%. And it, and it kind of ebbs and flows. The high point in the last 12 months was 53.24% um, in October of 2017. Currently, desktop's at 49.9%. Mobile is sitting at 41.7% of usage for websites on the internet. And one of our viewers, Mike Devitt, asked if tablet was dying. And I have to say that the answer is no, but it's not used very often when surfing the web, it seems like, because tablet is way down at 8.32%. And you would think that it's dying, but it's consistent across the board for a very, very long time. So what that tells me is that people don't use tablets to surf the web a lot, which makes sense. I use it for yeah. Netflix apps, yeah. you know, different kind of things. That you know, I, I have do. to admit, I just recently got, um, I had a Mac, uh, an iPad mini, but it was really old and it was slow, but I just got an iPad mostly for drawing. Um, and I thought I'm, I would, you know, kind of browse the internet on it, like, you know, laying in bed or whatever, it's easier than my phone. I still use my phone for browsing and not the tablet. And it's bigger. Yeah. You'd think I'd like it more, but I don't yeah. really use it for that. <laughs> it's the, the one-handed experience of the phone, yeah. which is yeah. so attractive. Yeah. Because it's like you have desktop. Yeah, where... I can change my channel. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm saying how late I am. <laughs> like the way I look at it is like mobile and tablet are and I'm going to invent this. I took this from someone else for consuming content where desktop is for creating content, whether you're, you know, a designer, whether you're, uh, you know, just working in an office and you're writing emails and stuff. Um, but then when it comes to mobile versus tablet, mobile has the one handed experience perk where, where tablet, you know, you pretty much need to use two hands, um, most of the time. So, you know, it lends itself to more of leaning back and watching something than actually like, you know, and what is worse than typing on a tablet keyboard? You're yeah. You can't do it one-handed and two-handed. You have to I watch even have your the finger. pencil, and that's annoying to, to do yeah. it with that. <laughs> yeah, here, I, the, the stats I gave were U.S. stats. Uh, I just looked at global. They're still very, very similar. Um, desktop, 51%. Mobile, 44%. 
but tablet is down at 4% globally. Four, wow. And, but, it, but it is consistent across the board. SJ brings up a really good point. He says usage may have higher percentages on desktop, but search traffic is mobile-led, which I'll agree with that. The only time I open my phone to do any surfing for the most part is to, to search for something. I, I need something quick. Phone, I need yeah. a phone number. I need something, an address. Boom. I'm looking on my on my phone really quick. So, um, yeah. I don't know where I was going after that. But. <laughs> on, on that topic, that kind of segues well into the SEO aspect, um, which if people are searching on mobile more than desktop, then you need, need to make sure that your website is perfectly optimized for mobile and that Google thinks so as well using the the testing tools so that you won't get any type of penalty. And so that when they're sending you traffic, they'll continue to send you traffic. Um, so uh, page speed, uh, make sure that everything uh, is proportional on, on mobile and, and uh, the, the Google tool uh, helps you with that. And will tell you, you know, what percentage you're optimized for mobile and stuff like that. Um, but, but that's huge with, with uh, SEO. Uh, Cause if, if your website isn't proper for mobile, then Google's going to rank someone else higher than you when it comes to mobile search results. Yeah. Um, I, I tell that with, you know, with a lot of clients and, and students in our course and stuff that that date is for is eternally um, branded in my brain. April 21st, 2017, the day that, you know, mobile mattered, you know, from a, um, that you were going to get dinged if you didn't, you know, um, have a mobile opt in uh, a responsive website and stuff. So it's really, really important. Um, now this brings up a, a good question and Stephanie kind of already alluded to it. And I agree with her designing for mobile first, man, that's gotta be tough, you know, cause when you think about our market, you know, um, you know, it's all over the board, you know, it, it, it it's both it's desktop and mobile, you know, our clients need mobile, our customers need desktop. That's what they're on and stuff. So I mean, you kind you kind of are forced to do desktop first because that's where you're actually coding. Um, so I, I can see how, yeah, you might want to set up maybe more of a wireframe and then go to design on mobile, maybe work a little backwards like that. I don't know that I, I don't know if I could get myself to do that, but, um, but yeah, it's interesting. This is what I'm talking about. It's like, it's yeah, hard to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I have a question for you regarding mobile content because uh, Mr. Stephen James in the audience is making some really good <laughs> comments over there. And it has to do with, uh, he says, also bear in mind that if your content is different on mobile and desktop, your mobile content will be used to determine your ranking. And I do know that mobile is huge. So I want to ask a question. I know that Google still sees content. And I don't want to get off on a tangent or a side road, but I want to just throw it out there to see what you guys have to say. Google can see the content if it's in a if it's in an accordion or a tab, if it's hidden, compressed. When you're optimizing for mobile and you don't want all of that content on there, do you I mean, you don't want it to show because it just doesn't look light, nice. Like Leslie said, it makes it super long, ten things in a row, and you may only you may want to omit that, but should you? Should you just hide it in one of the, uh, you know, keep it on the page, but let Google see it, but not the. Well, now in my case, well, I was hiding images, not text. So it okay. was slightly different. 
Yeah. And while Google still does see content behind an accordion, a tab, whatever it may be, they they don't doesn't have as much weight as content that is always there. So even though design wise it may make better sense and Google still technically sees it, but they also see the fact that it's not visible all the time. And so it's going to carry a little less weight than something that's right there out there in the open. That's the way I understand it. Well I think uh you're gonna if you're if you're viewing any of our content on our websites, prepare for long ass shit stuff on mobile. I'm just going on that right now. Because according Great. to Tim, I need to have it all on there and I'm putting it all on there. By God. <laughs> I, I might want to do, do your own research. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want you to hold me to that later. Your hey, I don't, I don't mind them scrolling the forever. It's all. <laughs> how, how many flicks do you guys think? How many do you shoot for? <laughs> flicks? Some flicks. Literally never crossed flicks. my mind. Ten. Really? I know Ten that one time I know that once I've scrolled for more than like four, know, four or five seconds, I, I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I'll tap up top to scroll it to the top. And especially if, if for some reason that doesn't work on, on a website, I expect to see a back to top button and I really hate when yeah. I don't see that. Um no. but I, it doesn't take me long to be like, What how long is this fucking page? Like no. <laughs> I like about four scrolls per page because otherwise you're like, what are we doing? Yeah. But that's another thing to think about if you're taking all this desktop content. What if like, you have short thumbs though, Stephanie? I know. Yeah, we're talking like to... the average yeah. thumb size. <laughs> fingers. Like mom style. We can do it mom style. <laughs> there we go. Index finger. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Where else do we want to go with designing with mobile? What are some of the tools that you guys use when when designing for mobile? I hate those dang online. Now I can't think of the word. Emulator. Like em- emulator. emulator. Yeah. I, I, I use ScreenFly to use Inspect on a lot, but I have to. I mean, I can't use it on my phone. Um, but, but yeah, that's my go-to, but I have a few extensions, um, on my Chrome. Um, I have one called Sizzy, one called Emmet Review, um, as far what as sites. What did it Sizzy, S-I-S-I-Z-Z-Y, oh. like Fizzy, but with an S. Um, and that one's pretty cool. It opens like a whole panel of different sizes all on one page. Um, oh, Emmet Review kind of does the same thing. I'm going to go on a limb and say they wanted it to be called Sizzy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Leslie, Sizzy's okay. No, that's how it's spelled. <laughs> it's two Z's. How how do you... <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. They blew it. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then site screenfly is my go to to use inspect on because I, I'm I've just gotten really used to it. But I've also used one uh, Google Resizer. Um I don't use Chrome Inspect. I know there's a little option to show uh the mobile and tablet. I just don't I need a separate window, I guess when I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll use, I'll use Chrome inspector for kind of general stuff. But what I found is like, in terms of like sizing fonts and, and, and different things like that, I got to just open it up on my phone because it might look yeah. right on screen, 
you know, in the shrunken window. Um, but then I look at it on my phone. I'm like, wow, those fonts are oh, yeah. way yeah, too big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can always still that and look on your phone. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like, you know, until I do that, it kind of, I don't have any. Well, and that's one of the reasons I don't design um, locally. Like, I have to be able to look on my phone. I can't. I, I just can't move to the whole local setup. I get why people do it, but I, I'm constantly looking at my phone when I'm coding, so. Mm -hmm. Which is a good, like, a little tip is that if you, you know, people who have old phones laying around and stuff like that, open them up, keep them. Don't yeah. sell them for $20. Yeah, that's like, why I'm not getting them. rid of my iPad mini, even though it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you can put them on Wi-Fi. You don't need cell service or whatever. Just put them on Wi-Fi so you can go and check your things. They have... um for like major projects and you know enterprise level things, they actually have companies that rent. Like you, you call them and they will truck in like racks of oh, wow. devices. Yeah, like every size device, every age device, like all. I didn't know that. I've heard of places where you go there and they have different here. devices. They well, don't this have is probably like the next here. level. Like wow. here, here's here's a tip, a friendly bonus tip that I'll tell you that I used to do when I first started out and stuff. Haven't done it in a really long time, but whenever I would have a new site and it was getting ready for launch, I would head down to the AT&T Verizon yeah. store and put up, <laughs> I did that. Pull up the site awesome. on all the different Android and iPhone yeah. devices and the computers <laughs> if they have them. And then, and then before I left, I would make sure that they were all on AspenGrowStudios.com, <laughs> you know, before we left the, the thing. So. <laughs> I know Browser Stack is a pretty popular tool. It's premium, I believe. Um, that's probably why I've never gotten it because I'm, I'm cheap. Um, but I've, I've heard that's a popular tool that lets you see on different browsers and whatnot. Oh, so, uh, uh, that. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to slightly change the subject. Oh, I said Responsinator. Responsinator. Yeah. I've heard of that one. Am I yeah. responsive? There's a million like websites you can go to. Yeah. And I, I don't know which one or, you know, I mean, they're all close. None of them are a hundred percent. Yeah. None of them are going to be your phone or every that's phone. Called, yeah. That's called Trafficinator. Get some traffic yeah. to my website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, SJ mentioned, Leslie, in your uh, regards to your comment about uh, developing locally, the, the local tool by Flywheel, local by Flywheel, allows you to, um, they uh, basically have a, a, a link to test it on, on mobile. Oh, online. I didn't know that. Okay. Like a, it's like a tunnel, basically, where it connects to your computer. Huh, cool. I didn't know oh. that. That's good to know. I don't know that I'll change, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. com slash test slash mobile is for mobile testing. I'm going to grab that link for you, Leslie, for the show. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, we'll put links to everything we're mentioning. Oh, yeah, wow. and put, um, we had mentioned AMP. I think Leslie mentioned it. Um, so AMP stands for Accelerated Mobile Pages. Um, and I just figured we'd start talking about this because I don't know what David had planned for us to go next. Um, he doesn't know either. Just kidding. <laughs> so so oh, AMP, no, Accelerated gonna, Mobile Pages. I was going to talk about AMP, Tim. Why don't you go ahead and define it? <laughs> There we go. Perfect. Thank you, David, for your permission. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> so AMP stands for Accelerated Mobile Pages, and it's Google's own uh, technology that they're trying to encourage. And basically, it gives the um, appearance that it, the page loads instantly when you go to the website. Um, and basically, it's a very stripped-down web page. It doesn't load... Uh, 
really any styling, any JavaScript, anything like that. And so it's just the, the content. And my opinion is AMP is great for content pages. So blog posts, um, any type of articles or documentation, stuff like that. Um, but for like a homepage, I don't think AMP really makes sense um, because you don't really get any branding. It's just, um, I don't know. Have you ever used the, uh, shoot, what's the, what's the word? Um, in, in Safari, you can look it's at a read lot. only Read yeah. only mode? read only oh. mode or, or whatever, yeah. where it like, it'll just show you all the text and then just the yeah. images. Um, that's Anything basically that. what it's like. <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's no design elements. Really. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it, it's great for, um, uh, for content pages. And I, I, yeah. I do that for, I'll do it in Safari where it's, you know, Safari is equivalent on mobile when I'm like scrolling through an article and I don't want, you know, the pop-ups and fly-ins and, and it's then, you know, it's great for ugly websites. Ugly websites. Yeah, it just standardizes it and lets you focus um, just on the content. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. We well, here's that. something funny. Here's a funny story. So as I'm testing out SJ's link he put in there, and I wanted to put Leslie's, you know, a girl in her Mac dot design into the search.google. And it did tells it me. It back? <laughs> yeah, it did. Big red X. It said, uh, you know, this website must be block blocking robots.txt and i was like oh man this is terrible. <laughs> but this is right when tim was talking about amp so i typed in a girl amd a girl amp her mac <laughs> a, a girl amp her mac.design and her mac.design so a girl and her amp yeah yeah <laughs> dot right dot block <laughs> Do do you guys develop for AMP? Just curious. Anybody on this panel do I it? Don't. I we haven't done anything. I've heard too many above. mixed things about it. I, I just don't know enough to. Yeah, I haven't done anything above installing the AMP plugin. Um, there's like one really popular one. The official one, right? Is it official, official. or something? Yeah. yeah, it's like official, semi-official, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so I had to do, you know, very little tweaking, turn it on just for blog posts. Um, and yeah, but besides that, I haven't haven't done anything. Because um, from what I understand, developing it without a plugin is can be rather complicated. Awesome. Uh, Leslie, just so you know, one of our viewers in the audience says that your site is one of the best designs they've Aww, ever thanks. seen. It's fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. I'm going to turn red Mike, like my shirt. Mike Devitt. Go ahead, Mike. Mike's a regular. I told him you don't do the chat, so I would convey the message. So, oh, Thank you, Mike. <laughs> I know who you are. Message conveyed. Yeah, I concur. <laughs> Leslie's illustrations are <laughs> always. Next subject. Next subject. Yeah. Let's keep talking about how awesome Leslie is. <laughs> okay. I have, I have something. So what about the built-in Divi responsive tools? I don't you use, guys that. use them I, at I, all? I never use that, no. Well, if I, matter, I, well as a matter of fact, Stephanie, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't mean to take charge. Tim's about no, no, no. I was going to say, as a matter of fact, of course not. You know? Not. Um, yeah, no, I occasionally I'll click one to like if I'm in a module or something, I'd just be like, wait, is this displaying on here or not? But it just never, it never shows. I've clicked it on accident, and when see. I do, I'm like, nah, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, 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 no. <laughs> yeah I, I imagine eventually they'll they'll give us more control over that. 
um, where you can set, you know, the widths yeah. and stuff. So you can like, like you go in and you can set your, your color scheme, um, you know, so they're going to be doing a lot of those additional like global. It would be great to be able to settings. set your own breakpoints. Yeah. yeah. That would be well, awesome. Yeah. I meant, I meant for viewing, but yeah, for actually setting your own breakpoints, like, Oh, that's what everything I thought you meant. Is, that no, awesome. I mean, that, that's a way better and way more useful idea, but yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I almost feel like you need four though, not three. Don't you? Uh, yeah. I use, I, I mean, it just depends. Cause I've, I've designed certain sections where, I mean, I've had to use like a, like 600 PX, like as, as the break point, like it's not always the 760, it's not always the, the general ones, you know, the standards. Yeah. Um, it's not often, but sometimes I need to do that. Um, so yeah, it'd be nice to be able to choose our own. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's phone and then like portrait tablet, especially the smaller ones, but then yeah. there's big desktop screen. And then you've got this whole sector of like 13 inch laptop. The 13 inch. Yes, exactly. Or, or horizontal <laughs> iPads. You know, if you've got a, the yeah. 10 or 12, whatever, 10 or 12 inch iPad horizontally <laughs> and a 13 inch laptop, those are sort of their own little world as opposed to a. Yeah. And I always wonder what does that thing. register to for Google Analytics? Like are yeah, tablets, the, the, does the 13 inch register as a tablet? Because I just wonder, I, I don't know any of that, but I, I don't know. Chromebooks are smaller. I, the break I think are, it's. I think it's the same breakpoints. Maybe it. Maybe yeah, it does. You know. Maybe they do consider it a tablet. I laughed out loud not at what y'all were talking about because uh, SJ commented yeah. on the, um, you know, the feature regarding, um, I guess, breakpoints in Divi. He said. He said he feels like that was mentioned in a sneak peek. Don't worry, it should be here in 2021. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> Yeah, That's hover effects should be coming this week. Sorry, Nick. We still love you. We still love you. We're just poking a little fun, a little fun. <laughs> Nick's like, y'all ain't going anywhere. So I don't... <laughs> I... Nick, I... Nick's like, y'all are still here, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What's funny to me? No, that's is, like all the people flaming Divi. Remember, all the Divi group. Right. Yeah. People have this like they think that elegant themes is like intentionally like not developing like the big ones, you know, like dynamic content and you know the header builder and stuff. It's like it is in their best interest to get that out. Like their competitors have it; they want it out. It's not like they're like just blowing it off. Yeah. Not. Not. Never. You can't please everybody. Well, what are some, I guess what I would want to maybe know is what are some of the tips maybe for, do you have any like good tips? I don't develop. So we have front end developers that build the sites for us. So I don't, I don't I'm just, I'm thinking like a, a newbie, you know, do you have any good tips for designing with mobile? That's like you guys do every single time maybe? We um, well, I would say just like when we always recommend for desktop, you should really learn to use um, and inspect tool with your browser um, because you can do the same with mobile if you combine it with some of these sites we've mentioned. Um, I don't really know how you can get granular at doing little things without knowing basic CSS stuff and right. using inspect. Um, yeah, I was going to say get really, really familiar with CSS media queries. So with, you know, Divi has some basic uh, 
mobile styling tools, you know, you can click on a little uh, mobile icon and then it drops down the, you know, the new uh, tabs for, for tablet, mobile desktop. So you can, you know, adjust the padding or the font size just for, for that like device. But as we mentioned, like those like breakpoints aren't perfect and it's not, you know, it's, it, it can get you close. You can get some general, but to like fine tune, you have to do CSS media queries. And so if you're like on like a more basic site, um, you don't have to do it as much, but if you're like going crazy with the customizing, it's, you know, really unique placement and shapes as, as Sarah would, would say, um, then yeah, you have to, you have to get good with the, the media queries. Where's a good place to learn media queries? Where would, where would I learn that if that's something that I wanted to become efficient at? Is there a um, mobile media query internet. website? Is there there's a... That, there's that one I always tend to use. Um, W3 that, schools? Well, um, uh, CSS Tricks. That's one of my like all-time favorite websites. Yeah, I go to yeah. that site a lot. I have all yeah. kinds of bookmarks. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the concept is, is, you know, pretty simple. And once you grasp that, then it's just getting comfortable doing it. Um, and so once you understand how it works then at least for me is doing it like i learned by doing and so using the the chrome inspector tool um you know really helps to be able to you know pinpoint the exact uh pixel width that you need to to target with the media query or the the range of of, of pixel widths i should say because here's why i'm asking these questions okay we're talking about mobile devices which there's a freaking billion of them Different mobile devices, tablets, when you think of all the different types of phones, tablets, you know, small computers and stuff, landscape portrait, you know, are there breakpoints that, you know, do I have to know all of them? Well, or can yeah, I, like when I, I focus, you know, go ahead. No, you bring up a good point because like when I design and like I said, I use Screenfly. Uh, there's it lists quite a few phones in the drop down, and some are quite small, like really small. Um, and you know, when it goes that small, I don't really care if my text is crunching up. If you have a phone that small, I'm sorry, um, you're not gonna be able to see my site really well. It's probably gonna look like crap, and I'm not gonna worry that much about it. I look like a iPhone like five or six, I think, is the one I look like, and then above. Um, I do the best I can. That's all. That's all I can do. You know, if it's a really small screen, what, what do you want me to do? How many? If that word is really long, I can't make a word shorter than it is. Right. Um, Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, and I can't be putting an eight-point font because you still can't read it anyway. So yeah. Um, I mean, I, you have to decide your own line of where you really care, and you need to, you know, if, if your client. Now, I haven't had a client who uses a really small phone or anything. Thank God, knock on wood. But if I did, I don't. I don't know what I would do because that that would be a problem. <laughs> now I think um, I think there's something that sometimes people who come from print like which Leslie you're a design you have a design background but you seem to be okay with this but a lot of times people come and they want to pixel perfect everything and I think that's something that once you start getting into mobile design you have to kind of let go and let God a yeah, little bit you, have to pick like, <laughs> you, you really do so I just was doing a site and I had um, the designer I was working with and the copywriter both separately came to me because the headline on like three of the pages had um, an orphan or a widow, whichever is the one, one word falling to the next yeah. line. And it did look bad. And they're like, can we change the font, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, shrink your browser down. And they're like, <laughs> oh. 
And I'm like, so if I put a non-breaking space in there, then we shrink it down and then it makes another weird thing. Like, so it's going to look weird on this side or it's going to look weird on another side. Like, this is what, you know, you start changing things around and then you have inconsistencies all over the place. So, you know, it's like, you've got to, you've got to find your, your piece with it that you can get it as good as possible on as many, which, um, you know, it's like, this is the other thing. Do you guys put in your scope documents and things like what sizes you design for? Because that's another thing I started doing after somebody was giving me grief over it not looking good on their device XYZ. iPhone 3. Yeah. So it's like I kind of put in and I, I should tighten it up a little bit more. I kind of just slap something in quickly to get a, a bit out and I have to come back and update it. But it's like the most current version of Chrome, Firefox, whatever, and, and Safari, then like this size device, this size device, you know, like I kind of try and put yeah. like a little gauge in there just That's to protect a good idea. myself. Yeah, but I put I, desktop stuff, but I've never really just, you know, put particulars on mobile sizes. Because you get a site all the way through where you're done and you're just showing it to them. And then they're like, oh, wait, and you got to go back through a whole website and mobile responsive it or yeah. whatever, how we say that for some random size, like that's a ton more work potentially if you haven't taken that into consideration. Yeah. Good point. I'm going to drop this mobile media query cheat sheet that I found on GitHub. I've confirmed with a couple of mobile gurus that this is I didn't look because okay. well, <laughs> I'm well, sure it's fine. <laughs> Something again with also with media queries is you can target. Um, I haven't really needed to lately, but you can target um, landscape and portrait. And I learned that by trial and error. I found a lot of snippets that didn't work, and then I kind of had got a little hacky to making it work. Um, but but things like that are are stuff you can do too, because sometimes things will look weird in portrait and maybe not necessarily landscape or vice versa. Um, but you can get down in there like that too. Or if you've got like full screen things that are specified at full screen, that can cause yeah. issues with it with those kind of things. And at the risk of stealing Tim's thunder a little bit, for those who don't know, like with responsive stuff, can I break it down for him, Tim? Like it, <laughs> with the with <laughs> the media queries, you can do max width which is anything up to a certain pixel width you can do min width which means the minimum so anything over a certain pixel size or you could do a min and a max which would be good for like a tablet or something that's that that's in the middle so you can get really specific there so you can you can specify in a lot of different ways what your css that follows that is going to cover and then that is sort of like kind of leads into if we're actually talking about we're talking about designing but what if we're developing for mobile first that would flip everything on its head right because we always I mean I think all of us we build a site and then we put the media queries for mobile I do yeah. don't you yeah I tend so to if do it was going to be true mobile first it would be the other way right like we would do all yeah. the CSS would cover the mobile and then we would have look Tim did, I, did your brain just <laughs> Your eyes went like, huh? No, I, I was just, I was thinking through what you're saying. I was Does listening. Does anybody do that though? Like I can't, I, that's another one. I can't like work my head around doing. I feel like that would be really complicated. And maybe it's because of how our software's already written that would make that more complicated, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm glad I don't really have any work that requires me to do, to do mobile first. <laughs> Yeah, one thing too that can get tricky with 
the the media queries. As Stephanie mentioned, you know, you can do the max, which is everything up to it, and then the min, everything up into that the other direction, and then the 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 min and the max. But you have to like keep track of what you're doing uh, because, like, in my early days when I first learned uh, CSS media queries, I would basically end up like fixing something that would break something else. And then I would like have this like long list of all of these CSS media queries where I was like, just like changing stuff and without like <laughs> realizing what I was doing. And so it helps to kind of plan it out ahead of time and, and think through it, um, you know, before you just start doing it. Um, That's it. I, was, do I don't know if anyone's also your... ran into that before. Yeah, totally. But how do you organize your CSS file? Because this is, I think that's a little bit of the issue. So I, you know, there's a lot of people just put all the media queries at the bottom, but sometimes if there are media queries for certain things, it makes sense in my brain to put them near that yeah. thing in the CSS. I, I tend to do it in the same section as, as my desktop CSS. Like if I'm, if it's like a hero, you know, hero type CSS. Um, and, and it also depends if like it's got child theme, is somebody else going to be looking at this? What's easier oh, yeah. for them? Um, but I like it to be underneath. Now that means more code, you know, we yeah. kind of have a give and take. That's a lot more code where you can just kind of compact, com, com, well, you know, the word compound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> compound it at the bottom, but, but yeah. then I'm going compile, but, but like you said, then I don't recognize where it's, you know, what it's doing. I need it by the section. So I prefer if it's my site and stuff, I'm only, I'm the only one going in there. I prefer, I'll take a little bit of hit on a few hundred lines of code and, and put it in separate sections. Yeah, th that's a good point though, is um, stay organized, but also comment. Cause it's yeah, like, comment. you yeah. can look at it and, and see what the class is, but you're like, wait, why did I do that again? Yeah, <laughs> I hate when I, I'll go back to old sites sometimes where no. I didn't really comment much. I'm like, what the hell? That doesn't help me at all. Like, <laughs> Yeah, cause you think of the moment, oh, I'll remember. I'll remember. Yeah. <laughs> at 3 a.m. To our resident CSS guru, SJ, he says- SJ, who should have come on. He said I specific CSS at the top, most specific CSS at the bottom. Media queries are specific CSS, so it should go below. That's what he says. It probably so, should. The yeah. world according to SK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because if you think about it, general CSS rules are targeting everything. And so then if you're yeah. just targeting, you know, a certain, from this width to this width, then it's more specific. And so you need to do that later down the road or later down in your CSS style sheet um, so that you don't. Well, hurt. and then you get into the question of, okay, should I have it where there's a general targeting everything and then where I'm gonna override that bottom part, you know, the, with the mobile stuff, or should I do a max 980 and then min 981 and no, no general CSS. So sometimes that comes in my head too. So I don't know what's really best. I guess it's a personal preference. That's interesting. Yeah. I think yeah. you always want to do general. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because then you'd have to, I don't know. My brain is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't we, hear uh, anything y'all said. Well, I think it. I, I think definitely mobile is. It's it's a mobile society. I think as technology progresses and stuff, these are going to be more and more, you know, prevalent. If you watch any of the sci-fi uh, series, like I do, like The Expanse or anything, 
they have these types of things where everything is, you know, done here in about the size of your phone in your hand. So I think Mike, it's definitely going there. Mike had a good question in the chat. So if you're designing for mobile, tablet, and desktop, are you creating three separate modules in the builder because of image sizing? Um, so, uh, and then SJ says some CSS doesn't change by device type, so it should be general CSS, then uh -huh. have different media That's queries. True. Otherwise, you'd have to double it. Yeah. Um, okay. I thought that was related to the Mike's question. Um, but yeah, so one thing worth noting is, is Divi lets you enable and disable for, you know, the, the different device types, tablet, mobile, desktop. Um, however, so if you have an image for mobile, an image for tablet, an image for desktop, those are all being loaded. Um, if you have it disabled for all of them, then Divi won't load it. Um, but if you have something that's supposed to just be for mobile and not show up for desktop, it won't show it's hidden with CSS, but it's still being loaded by the browser. So you have to keep that in mind. Um, so you're, you know, technically would get triple the images in, in Mike's example. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I did that on a few occasions um, in the past. I don't, I try to not do that anymore. I'll, I'll try to, um, I don't know, do, do something. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like for the reasons you mentioned, Tim, I just feel like that's not the best way to go, but there's always exceptions to the rule, right? You just always yeah. might come in, right? Run into something where, you know what, that's just a better, better for now. Yeah. I yeah, mean, a, a big hero, if you have a site with a big hero image, I think that's an absolute exact situation there. So you've got a big fat, like full screen or even just a big hero on top of a page, you're gonna go to mobile and it goes whoop and it's this skinny little bar across the top, which if you've got a big fat image, it's for impact and you're trying to say something, then it scrolls down and it's this much of the screen and teeny and look horrible because it needs to be a different orientation to be able to properly fill the screen. Like you almost have to, if you're gonna have a remotely equal experience on both. So that's really frustrating that it won't, you know, I almost wish instead of the show hide, I wish there was an, like a more of a variable, which get SJ to teach us this, David, to where it'll like, yes. if it's on mobile, like JavaScript or something, it'll swap yeah. out yeah. <laughs> instead of hide. Like, I would love to just have like, here's like, this is my full width header. I want this image on mobile, this image on desktop, whatever, because that's, I mean, it's such a common thing, right? Before we're done, SJ's going to put a link to like, here's a plugin I just built for you. Yeah, he built it already. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> already done yeah so but yeah I mean, that's why he's quiet common, he hasn't said anything in a minute i know it's such a common scenario so how do you how do you handle that i don't know other than just hide one you know but it's like you're saying and then that becomes the real issue on mobile because that's what google hates is when you're loading tons of images and you've got well, an image that's fine for on desktop so it's a meg a meg or meg and a half or something even if you've got something and then fancy maybe that's or a the video point. video or something you know well, and then maybe that's the point where you question your own design. Like, should it be better? Should you revisit what your what your layout is? Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I get that. But like, so where do you compromise though? Like, I'm going to make an awesome experience on desktop and I want to make an awesome experience on mobile. And that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean the same. What's that? What's that? Well, what is that? I, I think, you know, um, down with mobile awesomeness. I want speed, I want efficiency, and I want my info fast. Can I want my info? Down with what? Mobile. 
mobile beautifulness. Yeah. I'm like, I think I'm the more I'm listening to this conversation, the more I think I'm going to be a, a, a um, pro an amp advocate, you know, <laughs> an amp advocate, you know, I want to <laughs> ask my question. I want my information to come lickety split. I want well, my awesome. You know, that's what I'm be. saying, right? Because you still want your awesome yeah. desktop. You don't want your desktop yes. website to look like that. Right. That's right. So yes. this is my point. Like you have to have two separate experiences. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was saying when you gave me a thumbs down. Dude. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm halfway here and I'm halfway there. I'm I'm in the chat. I'm reading. You know. <laughs> well, and also like when it comes to things like animations, like if I'm on desktop, there is a certain amount of animation I I can handle visually. It, yeah. I'm not bothered or whatever. But if I'm on mobile and those same exact animations are there, it's a lot because we're talking about a small space and I'm having, you know, it's not the yeah. same. So so yeah, to your point, Stephanie. Um. Yeah, those are the occasions where you really need to question. Okay, do I just need to leave it like that? But, but yeah. And it's not I'm just going to a girl in not design on my phone right now. Uh oh, it's not just annoyance either. It's functionality because you can't hover. So if you have hover effects on your website, if you've got like you know drop down like yeah. thing, all kind of different things you yeah. could use with a hover and stuff that just won't work, or videos things like that too. Like there's stuff that just doesn't work on your phone. Leslie, your website's down. Shut up. I'm, I'm just messing with you. I know. A-N-D. I have a thing that tells me if it's down, and I don't have an alert, so. <laughs> I got to tell you. I have a shit ton of media queries on my site. I had a lot your, of. Your, your site <laughs> looks really great on mobile. It really does. Thank I mean, you. I here's the thing. Mobile. Here's what I like, and I'm going to use hers as a test case, and I would encourage you all to do the same. Um, if I come to the home page or the about page or any of the inner pages, I don't have to resize the text at all. I can read it very clearly. She does have some images there, uh, but it, it looks great. Come on. I'm checking hey, it out too. Give me you some props, <laughs> Leslie. You know what? Hey, Leslie, I say we go to Aspen Grove. Yeah, yeah don't, don't look at that one. I'm constantly frying that damn site. Here, let's check us yeah. out. I do want to look at it, you know. I'm going to look. Am I the only one not on their phone? <laughs> I'll be honest. I definitely do not optimize uh, my website. Hey man, Aspen Grove mobile. looks awesome on mobile too. Just <laughs> We're always checking out our own site. Very divvy I got a hello world. What's happening? What's your URL? Yeah, it's aspengrovestudios.com. Oh, plural. Plural. We own I've studio. I've only heard you too. say it like 50 times. <laughs> we, we have studio too. Yeah, uh, it's a hello world though. Yeah, you got to redirect that to your main domain, David. I, I know, do, man. What the heck? <laughs> Corey's probably like, get off. Corey, where are you at? And what are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm hello like, world. Damn, <laughs> I don't know if it's focusing or not. Look at, <laughs> that's us. Look at SJ's response in the chat, guys. He's already solved our problem. Of course he has. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm going to have to definitely. SJ, just fix world hunger already. We know you can do mm -hmm. it. I know. Come on. With JavaScript. <laughs> yeah, with JavaScript. <laughs> jQuery. Uh, yeah, Aspen Grove's mobile friendly. It's good. It's a lot of thumb swipes. Oh, yeah. And speaking of, I'm sure it people is. have been I getting like their, those thumbs. Google emails. Remember, like... my answer was 10 in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm How sure y'all have been. How many flicks does it take to get to the bottom of the tutorial? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. One. <laughs> 
Bond. What were you saying, Leslie? Um, have y'all been getting you know the 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 emails from Google um when they when they tell you your site is now indexed for mobile or whatever? I was getting those um you know and had I had clients like what is this? What is this? Um, I don't know. Maybe Tim, you might want to say what those emails are because I've been asked that by clients. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? What yeah. I, I believe what it is, is saying that uh, they're going to start indexing your mobile content um, for mobile search. So okay. previously what it did is whether you're on desktop or mobile, they would, uh, your content was indexed you know, for desktop and then they would serve it on mobile if you're searching from a mobile phone. But basically now they have mobile index and desktop index. And so if someone's on mobile, then they're going to show the results that were mobile index. And so the way they, the reason for that is sites that aren't optimized for mobile, don't look good on mobile, load really slowly. Um, you know, they might not have terrible rankings on desktop, but they're going to have terrible rankings on mobile because now they're going to be, be essentially two different um, indexes. That's the way I understand it. I, I could be wrong. That makes you know, sense. Don't, don't I have to say, that. I always wonder how people did not get the memo about pop-ups on mobile because I still see a shitload and they suck. <laughs> and they're big so, and they cover the whole damn page. And you're and not supposed you to. <laughs> the F, yeah. Yeah, so that was more, I mean, Google, because they're Google, you know, they have the ability to like, you know, use their power to, you know, influence the internet. Um, but I've read from like big internet marketers and stuff that they've done a lot of tests and saw no decline in ranking Ooh, from having. Yeah. So the main thing was they wanted, I want, they wanted to I get want rid of, <laughs> of pop-ups or, or interstitials that immediately load when you land on the page, because it's a poor user experience when you search yeah. for something on Google and then you come to a page and then uh, you're like bombarded with yeah, a pop-up and it blocks the content and stuff. And so they were trying to get away from that. Um, and so, um, yeah, so apparently according to some big internet marketers that, you know, test a lot of these things, they haven't seen a block in rankings <laughs> or a, a decrease in rankings at all. So um, it's a lot of bark and no bite maybe. Yeah. So you can still do pop-ups on mobile, but don't do it immediately when the page loads, um, you know, and don't have it, you know, block the content the second that the, the user lands on the page. But Divi overlays are a-okay. Exactly. <laughs> especially, yeah, if they're click-based, especially. <laughs> Yeah, click base. Yeah. I launched Divi overlays right around the time yeah. that that came that. out. And so I remember. In, in my Facebook ads, everyone was asking, well, what about? And so I just had this default response to just copy and paste, copy and paste. And version 1.0 of Divi overlays didn't have automatic triggers, it was only quick triggers. And so it was like, no, in no I way will this affect your I could, I could picture you like steam coming out of your ears, like, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> And then 2.0, I launched the automatic triggers, you know, time-based, exit intent, all that. Um, but still, it's like you can have them not, you know, turn off on mobile if you want. You can disable the pop-ups entirely on mobile, but it's, it's not as, like, black and white as people think. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he, I was like, this is why he's going into all of this detail about exactly how it does. <laughs> I know a lot about this yeah, stuff. I did a lot of reasons. Poor Tim. That was terrible. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've talked for almost an hour, believe it or not. Uh, that was rough. Did we, did we decide <laughs> anything? Five minutes away. Before, yeah, was, we, did we have a decision? I, I, I think you guys did a great job on discussing, you know, designing with mobile and stuff. And I even had a little fun and I'm in a better mood. So 
Um, Me too. I've had a day myself, yeah. David. <laughs> um, do we want to do parting thoughts? Parting designing with mobile thoughts? Awesome. Yeah. Who wants I'll to go, go first? first? Um, go ahead, Leslie. Uh, Kill all the good stuff. <laughs> I just, I mean, I haven't, I still think it depends on where the traffic is coming from, yeah. uh, on the niche, on those kinds of factors. I, I don't think anybody should just go blanket, you know, I'm going to do mobile first or blanket, I'm going to do desktop first. I think it just depends. Um, well, like so many things in our job, it just depends. I know that's not the popular answer, but that's the one that's most makes sense to me. Awesome. Great point. Tim, go ahead. I see you shaking your head. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, uh, don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. Um, Divi gets you, you know, a good 80, 90% of the way there, depending on how complicated your desktop design is. And so, you know, with the whole scale and stack, uh, responsiveness that's built into to Divi's responsive grid, that's going to do the majority of the work for you. And then from there, it's just fine tuning. Um, in a lot of cases, making things smaller, SJ mentioned in the chat, uh, oftentimes, uh, your mobile text is too big, your padding and margins are too big. And so, um, you know, you have to think where desktop, you have, you know, a lot of space is good, you know, a lot of white space is, you know, kind of a design, um, best practice on mobile, you know, you don't want all that. That's wasted space because you have a lot less screen real estate to deal with. And so, um, so yeah, I, I think those are probably the big things. Don't overcomplicate it and make things smaller. Awesome. Stephanie. Um, I think mine is the planning. I think planning is the most important part of this because a, like Leslie said, you have to do your research to know if you, what's important. Like you have to figure that out ahead of time. B, like was brought out by Tim, if you start just scrambling to like fix things, like put out fires, you'll call, you know, you need to plan out how you're going to make each thing look in the first place. And then also to make sure that if you are going to do mobile response, like if it's extensive mobile responsive design, you've got to build that into your quote or you will be hating life because it sometimes is like building two whole websites. Yeah. Almost, you know, so, you know, put in your quote, what you cover, like what you're going to do as far as like what screens you're going to make it look good on and um, build in enough hours to do that. Cause it is time consuming. So I think that would be mine. Y'all stole all the good stuff that I was going to say. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to have to go with, here's what I'm going to say. No, the future is mobile. Do not ignore it. It's something that you need to be, you need to know how to do. So as much as us, you know, web people sit in front of these big, beautiful monitors, I've got a 43 inch right here. I've got a 27 what? inch right here. And I'm telling <laughs> you, oh yeah, 43, 4k. So, um, so as much as I love that, this is a mobile society. It's, it's going, technology is evolving and this is, you know, will surpass these nice, beautiful things right here. So, um, educate yourself, you know, <laughs> mobiles, mobile is very, very, very important. So, Hey, it's been a great episode of Divi chat, everybody. Glad to be back on YouTube this week. We promise if we ever do go over to Facebook sometime, <laughs> we'll try to let you know, but we usually do that. Last Don't make week. promises. You can't keep. 
We're not. That's why I'm not promising. I said try. You gotta try. I promise we'll try. I promise we'll try. That's right. If right, I'm everybody. not coming on, they'll probably do Facebook Live. That's kind of the general thing. I, <laughs> I actually I prefer YouTube. Our engagement's a lot higher. I like YouTube too. I I prefer it too. I like YouTube too. Just saying. Hey, <laughs> Leslie, do me a favor. Still, Tim's closing. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. Oh, I'm take sorry. care. Bye bye. Stephanie. <laughs> See you later, everybody. See you next week. Take care. Bye bye.